What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And this is Gray Area Anime, the most wonderful podcast of your day. Kirby says, It's dangerous to go alone. So I choose you guys. Welcome back to another episode. We're sorry that we left you this week. Birthday was last week, so I was trying to uh, work out scheduling conflicts and all that other good stuff. But we're back. And I say we're back because we are back. The producer, the lovely producer, the prima diva is also back. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hope you're having a good day. And uh, we've been watching anime, of course, which that's the whole thing of what what we do. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but yeah. So we've been watching some stuff. Uh, we were really interested in. Um, well, we were only catch up. Yeah, we were only able to catch up on two of the animes that we've been currently keeping up with, which in Talk Opt and the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. Finest indeed. Um, so, uh, needless to say, the one that I think is the most polarizing for us is the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated in another world as an aristocrat. <sighs> Good God. Uh, TWFAG. No, just, even that just, doesn't work. No. Um, but we yeah, it, we call it assassin. It just yeah, is what it is. Yeah, the, the assassin, another world aristocrat. Yeah, assassins. It's uh, an it's assassin. The aristocrat. What it is? Aristocrats. The aristocratic assassin. I don't know, but either way, we've been watching it, mm-hmm. and to say the least, is that it is very polarizing, and we have been trying to uh, figure out a tone. Um, in total, what are your thoughts on it? Overall, I think it's, overall, overall, I think it's interesting. I'm just like I, I'm just wondering where they're gonna go with it exactly. Like whether or not this is the only portion of the world we're going to see is the the human trafficking side, or if there's going to be more included in there um, in the overall world building for the assassin to kind of fight, especially um, depending on where the hero is going to be found. Mm-hmm. Um, what what other aspects would you personally like for them to dive into uh, with with the show? I wish that we could have seen him as uh, grow as a merchant because I thought that would be entertaining. But I understand that the story took us elsewhere. And are there any um, like bigger issues with where they were taking us that you personally have with it? The biggest issue was the. Uh, is the aspects of like the way that they show the human trafficking and the, the kind of the exploitation of the kids turn the young girls. Uh, that's a bit much for me only because of like how frequently it tends to be used in anime to show a villain. It's just a lot. Sometimes it's overwhelming. And then outside of the obvious um, issues of human trafficking in and of itself, what's the, biggest problem that you have with the illustration or not the illustration, but the overuse, I would say of, of that medium. So the biggest 
for me, it's the, the level of fan servicing that seems to come along with it. Like they linger on certain things and you really see the fear in the girls' faces and the ugliness of the men. And like, it, it's, um, it's kind of too much, it, you know, like I feel like you can, you can dispel those things without having to make it into something that's, you know, that on the, on the overtone or the, the overall tone seems to be saying that this is a bad thing, but it's almost like it enjoys like the storytellers enjoy these portions also. And they are making like creating spaces for people who enjoy this stuff too. And it's kind of disgusting when you think about it like that, but I am not a mangaka, so I don't know what their processes are. I'm also not Japanese, so I don't know how that correlates with their cultural views on like abusing children or well, I guess to me, that's what it is, but um, what their cultural stands are on uh, that aspect of storytelling of how to go about, you know, describing those kinds of things. So I wouldn't necessarily say they should replace it. I just know personally as a viewer, I'm going to have to make some changes in terms of how I consume and what kind of anime I consume. Cause I just, it doesn't align with me personally as a woman, as a, you know, with my personal beliefs and views and values. I just, I can't. Um, because it is something that I've heard, uh, from other otakus, um, that is a, a rampant issue. Um, I know in animes or even in mangas, they'll have like the um, the girl that gets groped or something on the train or bus right. or whatever. And that is a real problem and a real issue. Exactly. Um, I also know that the um, not the underbelly, but like like you said, they do have uh, media that leans to that um, that thought. Or the uh, this is okay or creating these um, images or movies or scenarios is what I'm really trying to go for. These scenarios where, uh, you know, somebody is getting groped on a bus or, or whatever the case may be. Um, and, and I think that that's a huge issue. I don't know if I don't know if the anime did it that way. I mean, I know that we're six episodes in, but the only time that we've currently even dealt with it is episode one and now episode six, which would be twice. Um, Because there was no issue of that with the second girl. There was no issue of that. Um, She was cast out by a family because she couldn't eat and she was about to get eaten by. No, no, I'm just talking about like the so they established that level of normalcy for the the dad to examine the son in the way that he did so that it would be okay when he did it to the girl. And I get it still doesn't mean it's not like mildly like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But does that, but I don't think we should make a distinction or are you making a distinction and connecting that to child trafficking and the, like, is it something that's trying to, you feel as a viewer, make us docile or, or calmer to, when the other stuff comes in, I guess, I guess is what I'm trying to like separate. I think because versus... there's no, le- no difference in terms of tone between the two. Like there's a difference in terms of intention because obviously it could have been even more like uncomfortable and the dad could have been the one examining her, but she's not his servant. She's his son's servant. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense like story wise that he would do it, but it doesn't make it any less like, 
what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what, what's really happening? Okay, but because like, there's still those those moments, right? True, and I, but what I'm, I'm I guess I'm trying to make a, a clear cut distinction between the tonal setting that they have and then the aggressiveness of those two episodes at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, are you because that speaks to a different level of uncomfortability in terms of you as a viewer and what you're ingesting, or I guess I'm asking at that point because is it does the first episode in episode six become bigger blemishes in how you're watching because of those moments that are clearly not the same? I did. Okay. I think that for me as a viewer, given the tone of all the episodes, right? Like if I'm taking them all into consideration, not just uh, the, the physical examinations, but also like the jokes made between him and his uh, presumed big sister, or all these other things like it's there. There's a clear sexual tone all throughout this this show. Like it's not diminished just because one particular setting has it between you know a human trafficker and a victim, and the other one is between a mother who wants to breastfeed her son or a son and or you know and and his presumed big sister. Like that that doesn't. I, while the settings might be different, the tone is still kind of there. So no, true, but I'm just. I guess what I'm trying to get to at this point is earlier as we talked about it and in thinking about it, as we're talking about, it, I was going through my head and I was like, well, there's only the first episode where they're breaking the ring where nothing happens. And then this episode where it's like clear what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then with the onsets of like the joke and then the, the body stuff, which again, made us both uncomfortable. I, I guess I'm trying to ask, is it more amplified because of what it is that like as a woman, does that make it more amplified for you in terms of your viewing like fan service in general? And and I've talked about fan service in my general, like if it's something that's like coy and embarrassing between kids, because that's how kids would act. Good use. Funny. I get it. You know, but when it's like, why are we, you know, and they have these shots. So I'm not like discrediting anything, but I'm also just trying to understand more. Um, so that way, like it's it, it's kind of a growing and, and a learning experience in a sense, like I said, because I just throw it off to the side, no matter what kind of fan service it is, because I know at this point that an abundance of fan service is typically just that culture, unless you're going for a uh, the the slice of life aspect. And not to say this slice of life lacks fan service, but majority of the time in slice of life is more realistic to the means, or at least they try to be when they're good. <laughs> let me let me clarify on that. Um, but I also kind of want to pick this up because there's just something about this anime that a we're still trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. And with that, you know, I don't want it to be like this uncomfortable ride of, of something that we're watching. Uh, oh, no. I mean, if the there's stories. like, if it's evoking too much, like if the imagery is evoking too much negative uh, negativity and it's not, or, and it's clouding the plot, then it's not good. I think the story is still interesting enough in a sense that I still want to know what his, motives are that Mm -hmm. I'll at least see it through to a particular point. But I think the bigger question for me or a bigger question that I, I wish I knew the answer to or knew how to find out is, um, 
because I, I, I can make this comparison to any other form of media too, right? Like how do, how do the stories that we tell actually impact the things that we expose? Like, mm-hmm. is there, a, is there an actual correlation between times that this has been used and like a diminished number of gropings on a bus? Like, do we actually see a change in culture or is it just exasperating the problem? So that's, that's, Overall, I think from that perspective, that's something that I'd be interested in. But from the story perspective, um, I and I feel like we talked about this before on the show. Like, I'm, I'm pretty certain we've had the same conversation before where I was like, oh, a little too much for me. But from the story perspective, I am still interested enough in the main character to find out, is he just using these girls? Like, is he just using these people? like mentally and, and willing, ready to discard them at the, you know, drop of a hat, or is there some part of him that's actually going to make a connection with these people? to the point that he cares, like right now I can't, but again, I think that goes to the tone that you, you mentioned of like us not being able to trust anything that we see. Like that's the world of an assassin. Everybody is duplicitous. Everybody has their own, um, you know, motives, unless you are being, uh, brainwashed by the, uh, aristocratic assassin like, <laughs> who makes you love him. So like it, it just, you know, I, I'm interested in seeing where it goes. I just know that I, I'm starting to develop, I think a line for myself as a viewer. No, I, 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 I get that. I guess I'm just, I'm diving into because there are, and people use this so incorrectly and I'm just sick of the, this red flag stuff, but there are, you know, the use of the word trigger <laughs> triggers oh, yeah. and red flags and everything else. Um, it, I think with this anime and the reason I even wanted to discuss all of this is because of how polarizing it seems to be where like in another anime where human trafficking in that aspect, again, like I said, in two episodes was not involved. We would be introduced to fan service of some kind, especially like with the, you know, I ate the the fruit of evolution yeah. or whatever that thing is. But there's more laughter there. And I don't know if it's because it's funny or at Even least that, or, you know, um, or Even that's while, while I do think me. that media um, could eh, could probably handle these things better. I don't think that the cap is ever going to go back in Pandora's box. Um, I also don't think that. Um, so in knowing that, then I wonder how to mitigate all of these things that are kind of going on. So like, if you're changing a, again, with, with certain, uh, the way in which we would present, right? So if it's a different showing of intimacy, right? Um, the problem sometimes with anywhere at this point, I think most, uh, TV shows, is there's an over-sexualization at earlier and earlier in uh, in age. Mm-hmm. Um, given that we've spoken before, but Shonen and Shoujo mangas are for 13-year-olds. Yeah. You know, um, in that, like, I'm wondering how, and I guess because the, cra- the code hasn't been cracked or anyone hasn't tried to crack the code on... How do you show intimacy in a way that is not false? Um, so 
the biggest issue is when you're over sexualized, you think thing you live in a fairy tale world. You live in a fairy tale world where you think that, you know, uh, your stepsister and stepmom are trying to get at you every three seconds. Um, or, you know, you live in a world where you're sheltered from all of those things. And then for whatever reason, intimacy seems like a difficulty or at least it's presented as a difficulty. Um, so with that in mind, I'm wondering just how we like kind of change the landscape, because this is something that if you're going to watch anime, no matter what your personal beliefs are, there are a lot of things that you have to deal with in terms of watching anime. And I think that this anime has literally the gambit of everything that you could possibly deal with in an, in an anime. Um, the start of the anime is very tame in a certain sense in that there, you know, it's old guy, young girl, and there's nothing sexually overt about them. I don't think there's, I don't recall any fan service really in the first episode. Um, not between them, but they were setting up, you know, how good of an assassin he was. Uh, the fact that she was expendable. So maybe that's why they didn't focus too much on it. Um, but you know they presented themselves a little bit differently than they do in the in the following episodes um and the uphill battle or the reason I'm even talking about this is because i think that people have to try harder and i don't know if they're going to try harder in the medium especially not with its current popularization well, yeah, um, I mean, it's very much ruled by, its cult- by the culture of the people that watch, right? And I think that... And it's not I a lot maybe, of people, even in... And I was going to say yeah. that earlier. It's not as many as we... Like, because we love something, and when we right. love it, we give it way more credence than but what is actually given to that. Like, that's all we're saying. Us. Like, yeah. for them, and even when I've heard people speak about it, like, uh, now, now the problems are still problems. I ain't saying that that's not a problem. Of course. But... It's way less of a cultured huge thing than what it is here. Like the the reason they have the term neat otaku and so on and so forth is because they are shunned in a certain way. Mm-hmm. The same way that uh, overweight people are shunned in, in the way that they do that in yeah. terms of like touching on people. And, oh, as my alarm goes off. Mm. Good gosh. Ugh. Outside sounds. Um, so... And that, I mean, that that presents a certain um, aspect of it too, is the, when we talk about crowd consumption, when we talk about who it is that's actually consuming this, Mm -hmm. you know, a large, at least as far as we know, following is of course here. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. or at least a large enough following that they're bring that there's like an overwhelming amount of it on Netflix now that wasn't available before. Um, Mm -hmm. It's grown steadily over the years in type in you know, in diverse story and many very, very dark ones. So like as well as cute ones, I'm not saying that there's not a a level of balance, but I am saying that because they are beholden to their um, consumers, that that does also present another aspect to the question of like, okay, because I, I know personally I'm probably in the minority <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Like I'm, I'm probably in the minority of the type of viewer that's, you know, I wouldn't be a tastemaker because I'm not looking for a whole lot of fan servicing every now and again. It's interesting. It's funny. It's fine. But 
for the most part, like even that is, is so overwhelming in terms, in terms of its oversaturation to me now, like everything, every single episode of anything that we have watched has some level of it to the point that I'm like, what is happening? I mean, that I have to escape with how, you know, my next life as a villainess or something like that to um, kind of like, but I mean, balance even it out. that, like it's more, so if it's an innuendo game, so say you're more cerebral and like, no, I don't need uh, the outright fan service, Mm-mm. but is the cerebral aspect of it still not too much there? When because, you say cerebral, you, so, mean, you okay, t- like, so, so for example, with the dude with, and no, his no, sister. No, 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 I'm saying like with, with uh, villainous, mm-hmm. particularly the, the big thing that's funny and he, he hon mm-hmm. about it is everybody is always saying things yes. to her yes. that are clearly sexual. Intellectual comedy is great for me. And so what I'm saying is, <laughs> is that funny. not like to me on that same level? Like if you're a person like you, is that not like still like it, it's just, it's a metaphoric, It's the you know, same reason service. that I can appreciate Shakespeare, right? Like I don't have to, which See again, anybody like even in, grope anyone else for me to be like, oh, that's fan surfacing. No, like I can hear them talk about like, I'm not leaving you alone with my sister, dude. Like, I don't care if you're engaged. And that's hilarious to me because again, it's like, I'm not talking I don't, about I don't like, to, cause that's more of no, a, I know, that, I'm that's, just using that's melodrama. Example. You know, that's a melodrama staple. I'm talking about the whole, you know, like, <laughs> we should you know who together. I'm talking about. Like, you know, I'm talking about Mary, you know, who I'm talk- like, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about nobody else. I'm talking about Mary specifically. Okay, in like, and I'm, and I'm asking this I'm, and I'm only playing uh, other side advocate. Mm, good. Well said there. Um, because t- to address these things, I mean, as a filmmaker, as an actress, as all these things that you do, this is the field, um, not not the anime field. But I'm saying like in terms of these are the. Uh, the milestones and things that you are addressing, even in uh, your uh, the upcoming series about relationships and everything, you're dealing with that from the the Christian perspective in mm-hmm. in that regard, and tackling it in a way that says everything does not have to feel all uh, holier than thou in the way that people keep saying that. Christian uh, content makes them feel because I know who's gonna win in the end and all that you other should, stuff or but, whatever. But yeah. at the same time, you're still tackling the things that us growing up felt like we needed to know, mm-hmm. and not even just felt like know by truth that we needed to know, right? Because the problem of all of these things mm-hmm. is we didn't talk about them exactly. Um, and so you know. The connection point I make, I guess, between this episode and I guess this episode is a whole, I don't know what this episode is, (laughs) but the connecting point between all these different things is I've always told people the thing that's funny, not funny, but uh, disheartening to me is the use of the joke of the uncle the the black uncle specifically. Who's always asking who's who's, always asking who's related to to whoever. Mm Oh, that's not you know, and that's so uncomfortable for me. It is. It's uncomfortable to me too. So many different things, yeah. Personally and 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 not personally that I've uh, dealt with in regards to that stuff, but that is something that is again used. 
And while it's not a, but it's not, that's what I'm saying. Right. It's not funny. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and so in all of these different mediums, and I think that's what's the most interesting about this series is it just, it, you don't know how exactly it's making you feel because in the first couple of episodes, like we were saying, it seemed like they just had this tone issue. Yeah. And then as you get a little bit further into it, you're like, okay, is this setting up? Like, where? How am I supposed like, to feel? How am I supposed to feel? Right. You know, yeah. and I think that maybe that's something that's an expert thing to do if you want your person to be kind of like, what am I supposed to feel? Well, I think you're right in the terms of it being a potentially expert thing to do because it can point the viewer back at themselves, right? Like, it's kind of like that Alfred Hitchcock effect that they talk about him doing in Psycho. Mm-hmm. So you've sit, sat there as a viewer the whole time watching this murderer, <laughs> you know, do all these things. He kills the main character, the person, the hero, the heroine is killed, mm-hmm. right? And then you see him drive the car to the, the lake or whatever water body of water it was, and something happens with the car. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it, it's like hard for him to get it into the water. And so you, and as the viewer, you're like, is he going to get it into the water in time? And the, you know, some of the analysis that I've read about it is like out Hitchcock is like pointing the finger back at you. Like, look at you becoming complicit and hoping that he gets away with it. Partially thinking to yourself, maybe he'll win. <laughs> Cause you don't have anyone else to root for at this point. It's just you as the viewer and the killer. And so if that's the aspect that they're going for and pointing the finger back at the people watching, like you sat there and watched this happen to these people, how did it make you feel? What do you think you should feel? And if that's the goal, then I say they accomplished it. Right. Cause I mean, I wouldn't have really thought more deeply about it had I not saw this show. But when you talk about like the Mary thing, for example, I think the reason I can take that as funny is because I know it's never going to happen. Like there's no, there's no, in that particular world, by those rules, it's never going to happen, fam. So I can laugh at that because I know Mary would never do anything. Yeah, you know what I mean? We also know there's that, a line. But we also know, but, but here's the thing with that line and the reason why I'm saying it's still problematic as the other mm-hmm. is because we also know that the jokes with the uncles in the, the, the movies and, and com- comedy specials isn't necessarily going to go anywhere. But yeah. has gone so, but that, yeah, but like, it's, you go, don't it, know. It, but, it, but, but, but I'm saying like, it's still a joke in a way that if you're watching it in the movie, in the context of whatever, nothing is about to happen to somebody. Right. The problem is that we know it does, is that it has, or yeah. that something has already happened or, you know, like, and I always find this like a difficulty and it, it has only been since I've married you and it's just. Oh, darn of a man gaining a woman's perspective more on things and you know like just kind of being more open and growing like because like i said i literally throw stuff off in the trash yeah it's like literally uh i say literally so much but does this story work for me right. is literally it yeah can you get is past it, the, like, how much can you take to get you know, to the story? Because it wasn't until we got, you know, back together and we were talking about uh, different spiritual things. And I started looking and I was like, you know, I was able to watch this before. But now this bothers me. Yeah. 
Whereas it didn't bother me before, but it bothered me because it bothered you. And then I was like, well, why does it bother her if this is the viewpoint, right? Right, Um, right. Because a lot of the times what's used is so many different themes. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, we were watching um, the the Korean drama, The Goblin and... uh, girl or whatever right yeah yeah yeah. and the thing about that is the guardian you, lonely god i think it is I yeah think it's called but the thing about it is they're they meld you know their mythology with christian yeah. like scriptures and, and all the stuff themes or something like, and yeah, like kinda, you get to this really point and you're kind of sitting there and it's like but it's not disrespectful no or at least it currently hasn't been i don't i don't know what no, the other episodes hold but that line very well but that's the the thing yeah is a lot of the time especially in this medium there are so many lines that get told um and i think that it's very highlighted in this series hmm. um because we have anime uh told you know about the first or second episode or whatever it was a goblin slayer and i was like yo yeah no nope. nah, not doing it like <laughs> there's a going. difference between clothes getting torn and the implied f- fact of what happens after this kind of thing and what happened in that second episode. Yeah. And I was like, you did not need that. <laughs> like not a little bit. Like I, I don't ever need to. And I said this before, I don't ever need to see somebody earnestly broken um, all the time. I mean, sometimes it's necessary and you have to watch it, whether it's watching Roots, which I still haven't watched all of, but I haven't seen it. At um, all. You, you know, me. I mean, I've just seen the things that I've seen. Oh, okay. you know, any whipping scene in any movie mm. like um, Passion of the Christ, any whipping in any like there don't are certain things that I just don't have to, to ingest. Right. Right. To know and what yeah. I, I don't know. I. I halfway just want to read the like novel, man. I told you, I I think if it, if because the thing that makes me would make me kind of pause at reading the light novel is because we read enough of ReZero and because of how like much more they, they, like in terms of description, but also in terms of setups and in terms of, you know, it, while it does touch you, I think deeper in a sense of like really connecting because you know more information, right? More than what your visual perceptors can pick up when you're watching it. Um, Cause you're getting like the inside characters thoughts and all that. Right. Because of that, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I can handle reading about what happened. Um, maybe if somebody just told I don't know, me, it just kind of depends <laughs> because like I said, the, that, that, clip we, we know what books and the differences are. And especially like with anime more than anything, you should take it as the same way that we take a full metal alchemist and a full metal alchemist brotherhood. Two like different full representations. Metal, well, full metal alchemist was their own representation of the manga. Yeah. And full metal alchemist brotherhood is, is the, the manga. manga. Yeah. So, um, you know, with light novels, I don't know how, well, even, even, uh, is the wrong to pick up girls in the dungeon, mm-hmm. which is a lovely name to, to just have at the end of this long conversation that we've had. <laughs> right. Given that its tone is not the very same different. at all, very very different. Uh, the fan service is there, but definitely not mm-hmm. in this. Well, actually, not the same. They they are it's a lot there, lighter, but it uh, yeah, it's lighter and it's like, not. It's, it's literally not as only um, the story isn't centered around. There are certain it. like there are like one two 
three characters that they really well Hestia in and of herself is, is a walking fan service but um yeah but but that's our little breakdown of this we are going to talk talk op but we're going to talk about it in the next episode yeah because you know we had this long episode where we were talking about <laughs> life and things and you guys are probably like oh my god but it's a conversation that must be had guys i just anime makes you we, think we about talk life. about all aspects i don't want to whenever i talk about anime i'm not just going to talk about the things that make me feel good i don't want to do that because then that doesn't show the fullness of it because if i want you to watch something i want you to understand what's going on i want you to understand that there are things that it will make you think about that you need to be wary of um, as you're watching with any medium, you know, you need to be watch, thinking about that with anything that you're watching, but especially something that I want more people to watch. I want more people to take in. Um, I want to be as informed as I can. And I want to be as respectful as possible, because like I said, I can only have the perspective of a male. Um, it, it's the huge reason why I wanted you on the show to do the show with me is to not only anchor me in a sense of just growing, but also having a, a voice in this that does not often get heard as much as I think should be, um, because that's not what um, that's just not the medium or, or or how they do it, but they don't have to do it because I'll do it. So anyway, we'll see you guys on the next one. Kirby says, Hi. it's dangerous to go alone. So I choose you. Peace.